Welcome to Machine Learning. I enjoyed that last podcast so much. I wanted to continue uh, on the thought in the second part, which is um, the tough love healing through Christ. First, you learn to express your feelings in an appropriate way. My feelings matter. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. But feelings, if they're not expressed or acknowledged, will continue to fester just like that sliver I was talking about. Festers and builds and creates pain and shame that drives the intense cravings that fuel addiction. You may have feelings like, do my feelings matter? Uh, I, I feel like a coward. I didn't know how to express my feelings when hard things happen. And sometimes hard things happen very swiftly. The unexpected loss of a job, the unexpected loss of a loved one, the um, disloyalty of a spouse, the surprise behaviors of addictive behavior, uh, behavior in children. There are a number of surprises that can come upon us very quickly, and these are hard things, and life is filled with hard things that we have to face on a daily basis and uh, make judgment calls. Now, codependency is not charity. Codependency is doing for others what they could do for themselves. And that is not an act of charity. That is actually a very damaging behavior because it's giving to that person. It's robbing them of the power to take care of themselves. Okay, Um, until we can rid our hearts of hatred, then we cannot expect the Lord to put healing in our hearts. Our hatred has to depart from our heart in order to be healed. We want peace. We need to find a process or a way to release those feelings of bitterness and resentment. And once those feelings of bitterness and resentment depart, then the Lord can come in and through His Spirit heal our heart and we can feel peace. We don't need to persecute. We don't need to control. And the drama triangle of persecution, control, and criticism comes to an end. It shrinks. It becomes smaller. And we're more inclined at that point to feel content with what the Lord is doing in our life. We can listen to people who have peace. That gives us hope, um, understanding the pain the addict goes through. You know, it doesn't change the fact that the person who we care about is suffering. It doesn't change that fact. They will continue to suffer. They will continue to have strong shame cravings. They will continue to find uh, reasons to be miserable. But until we uh, gain enough strength on our part that we can listen to them, we can't really help them. And we can't really help them. We just can be strong and support and love them And the Lord is the one who is going to heal them. 
uh, character weaknesses cause crisis helps us to be healed by Christ. We look at these crises sometimes and we say, oh, it's just horrible. I don't like crises. They bring pain. They bring suffering. They bring stress. They bring anxiety. But at the same time, it, we are looking to Christ for deliverance. It brings us hope that he can help us. It helps people change uh, where they wouldn't change. So I remember a man where he wouldn't change. Uh, I knew him on my mission, and he wouldn't change. And then when his father died, he realized that he needed to change, and he began to take the necessary steps in his life to be a different man, to be born again. Um, We don't think we are suffering, then we start to stuff our feelings. But in reality, deniability is suffering. It creates this judgment that it's not my problem, it's their problem. I'm not the one who's suffering, they're the one that's suffering with the problem. I'm not the one who's isolated, they're the one who's isolated. It's me against them. Making amends to the person we love, we have harmed helps us from work from a feelings perspective. We're really talking about individuals' feelings and how our actions have impacted them. Amends may not be proper in the moment. We may need to take time to think about how we're going to do our amends. We need to form strategy and then wait for inspiration to determine whether the amends is according to God's will. We're working from our feelings. We're responsible for our own actions. We express our regrets and we decide to do, to do better. We rely on the Spirit to tell us where to go, when, and what to say. That's very important when you're doing amends because intellectually you may think that this will work really well, and in reality, it may totally backfire. It may be a very negative experience. It may actually create more harm. We do not disclose additional information to the individual that can cause further harm. Amends are not to cause an opening of old wounds. Prayer to God will reduce the pain, change our attitudes, and uh, the codependency risk is greatly reduced. Ask yourself, what am I going to do different? By the time we're ready for amends, we have a change of heart. We have had a change of heart. Our heart is not as cold, like flint, like stone. Instead, we have feelings. We can, we can process why we feel the way we do. Why do we 
have resentment. I remember feeling really betrayed by an individual because I had given money for an art piece and it was used in appropriate ways. And so I became very feeling like I had been betrayed. Uh, my relationship had been exploited and I began to feel a lot of re resentment and even to the point where even after several years and watching the individual make major change, I still had felt that resentment in my relationship with her. And then after realizing that that feeling was not correct because addicts need things and they needed that money to get what they needed and they didn't care or at that point it was a matter of survival in their minds and they had that feeling just like we they feel like they needed to breathe they needed that money for their substance and so when I realized that behavior I no longer had that intense feeling of resentment for being betrayed and I had shed a few tears and acknowledge that my feelings of being hurt were not valid. I can't wait until my addict will make amends. It will be the truth. And maybe you would say, well, mom is serious about this. She's taking this recovery process serious. And they're making amends with a father who's passed away, maybe writing a letter, as I talked about in the previous podcast, saying goodbye and sharing feelings about things that may have gone wrong in the relationship and what they wish they could do right. Um, relate, you can't talk with, then it causes problems. Yeah, you know, maybe you couldn't talk about certain things when they were alive because that would have caused anger, backlash, criticism, more contention, the drama triangle to surface and destroy your peace. But when there is a passing there will be an opportunity to talk about things that cause problems and write that in your letter. I want to forgive. Tools to recovery. We have these tools to recovery. Um, again, we only process 10% of the feelings that we're aware of. And some of the, one of the important tools is journaling. Writing down your feelings, answering certain questions, and looking for inspiration in what you have written.